Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We were talking about this off the air just now. I had something else I want to talk about. The Chappelle special, I watched that uh, on, on Netflix. And man, oh man, the, the brilliance of Dave Chappelle, it, like him or hate him, whatever, uh, was to take the first 10 minutes of the special and use all the words that have been uh, levied against him as a bad guy who makes fun of, you know, trans and makes fun of this. Makes, and he's had this, you know, bouts back and forth with the political correct police. Uh, and he says a line in it that basically says, I'm done making fun of those trans people. I'm going after a new group, the handicap. And he says, because I love punching down, because that was the phrase that they kept using. He punches down. Why punch down? And he kept saying, because I love punching down. And then he'd, and then he'd make it another just brilliant kind of uh, meandering stream back to the punchline to the trans people. It's it's incredibly well written well worded maybe not as funniest thing but it was it's good and you'll laugh and you'll think and it's funny um but then they started going off on it but the thing that's out now Chappelle walked out off stage at one of his shows because somebody was filming him and uh you said you like you have a problem it's easier to remove the guy with the camera than it is the other thing you, Caliendo, you think but may, maybe not you know i i think that if somebody breaches that you can't trust the audience the dude is already got too much for you to be the editor of a special you're making that he didn't give you permission to make. I have no issue with that. Now, Chappelle's problem is he'll take your phone at the door. You agree to that? If you whip your phone out and he says, I'm stopping the show if anybody starts filming this. Caliendo. And rightfully so. Because he's got a lot of money to protect. And a lot of corporate jobs to protect. When he did our uh, our happy ending show. Homework after dark. Uh, last December, which went great. One of his rules, no, no cameras. Like, don't. Like, like we again, we didn't take everybody's phones, but if it started to get to the point where you saw, he, he said, I'm leaving. And I'm like, I am too. I don't want that either. I don't want people to, I don't want it. I would have walked off the stage if they're like, all of a sudden they're like, we're not turning these off. I'm like, all right, we're done then. Yeah. Because I don't want somebody to be, you know, in charge of what they think I'm saying. Or what, what is actually happening. I, I get it. It makes sense to me that a performer like Chappelle's like, I told you no phones. If I see a phone, I'm leaving. Sorry. I don't have time to have security come make sure of this. Uh, I, I don't know what you've already filmed. I don't know. I, when did they catch it? That's the bigger thing. When did they yeah. nab the thing? It's At like, the beginning. Know, and maybe right. the, um, and I don't know what the deal was, if there was refunds or anything like that. Sure. But if I said no, it, and it's clear, you went to the Chappelle uh, concert down yeah, there. And we Mar- it them. was very clear that if cameras come out, the show ends. That's it. It was very clear. There were signs everywhere. We're taking your phone. They do it at Silk Sonic. Oh, yeah. And Bruno Mars. Bruno and they Mars have a song. Yeah. They sing a song, We Got Your Phones. They don't want you to film them saying, and I don't blame them. Now, we broke broke ours out and filmed a little bit of it, but I'm also not a person that's... But you don't know who's... Dave Chappelle also had a guy 
get into his show at Hollywood Bowl and try to kill him on stage. So you don't know why that camera's out. It may not be to trap you on what you said. It may be to film the dude who's coming to get you. That's terrorist stuff to a comedian. Why is there a guy filming when it's clearly been stated, don't film me? Yeah. There must be something going on I don't know about. I'm getting out of here. I'd be triggered by that, too. If I said... Stinks for everyone else because of that one idiot. Right. But... But that's on him. That's... Yeah, and that's Chappelle's rule. And he's like, look, you don't understand. When a dude comes up and tries to stab me and kill me on stage, I have some pretty strict stage rules. Because I got some heat on me from some lunatics. And if you if you break a phone out, even though it's clearly stated not to, I'm assuming there's two or three of you and they're doing something up. To, you're up to no good and I'm getting off stage. And I don't blame them. I'm heading to Yellow Spring. Yep. I don't blame them. Now, another thing that needs to end is the, uh, the CNN New Year's Eve thing. I don't know if you watched any of that. I was fine I didn't because I knew what was going to happen. Well... Did you? Because I don't yeah. think you could have predicted what actually happened. Hey, AC would get too drunk. Uh-uh. No, no. Anderson doesn't. He did a shot, but he was he was immediately regretful of it. Uh, his friend Andy Cohen. Remember remember they had Kathy Griffin on there for a while until she cut someone's head off uh, <laughs> in effigy and had to be uh, removed from TV. But So those two are up there, and they're both, uh, you know, uh, homosexuals who are fine with that. And that's fine at that point. Then they invited Saturday Night Live's Bowen Yang, who's also gay, and another guy who I'm not sure if Bowen Yang is dating or married to, or but he's he was also gay, and so it started to devolve into this insanely unrelatable to most of America kind of thing, and I'm watching, and then on CNN, America's news leader, according to them, one of them asked Bowen Yang's, "What do you want to do?" You know, to kick off the new year. And he goes, I don't care what it is, but I hope I'm ass up. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. No one can relate to this anymore. That's enough. That's plenty. <laughs> you guys have taken over CNN and made it the gayest New Year's I've ever seen in my life. And then one guy just said, ah, if I don't get, if I don't take one in the back door tonight, this is a failed year already. And I just started thinking if you had like a, you know, one of the ladies over on Fox saying, I don't know, but if there isn't a d- inside me in the next 10 minutes, this is over. <laughs> CNN would have had a field day with it. I'm sure Fox will eat him alive. But man, did that get gay. And Maestro is too gay. But I know now if I was an actor, the first thing I would do is make out with a dude on film because it guarantees Oscar nominations for everything about that movie. Still, that is a boring Boring sleep app. Boring movie. But it is like crazy about like awards. And essentially it's now Hollywood makes movie for itself. This is not first off, Leonard Bernstein's a tight audience anyway. Like you're not appealing to middle America too hard with the maestro. But maybe it's an interesting story. I got a little um uncomfortable like, man, is anyone he's grooming. Oh yeah, they don't mention anything about that. <laughs> Dude, and sort like, of creepy. This is like it was glorified, right? Like saying, and he has his wife for a, a, a genius, yeah. And but he's gro- they, totally groomed. I, I got the same impression that you were lucky to get <laughs> by Bernstein. That's yeah. essentially what the movie was about. It was like, hey, if he chose you and took his little conductor's wand and gave you one, 
Congratulations. What a gift. But you're right. It was more of like the Liberace grooming thing, which Liberace, they made way too, like, unrelatable to us. But at least it was a flamboyance that you're like, this dude's life is insane. Yeah. You know, they tried to give him the crank. And this was normalizing, like... I agree. I yeah. watched that, and I'm like, this isn't a decent man. This is a person who's I'm taking with, advantage of I'm watching of with my mom. <laughs> well, that's going to make you wildly uncomfortable <laughs> no, in the first I, place. I, well, it is. I mean, let's be honest. You and Bunny watching all that gay, uh, you were both a little bit tight in the b-hole area. You, Leonard's not getting in either of you that night. Well, some, didn't she think you were uh, you and Brady were? She thought Brady back? was a homosexual, yeah. and then for he was, sure. She was trying to groom. Well, she thought for sure you'd groomed me. <laughs> It was far too often that it was mentioned that she was showing me around town since Brady's never going to bring a girl home. I'm like, well, that doesn't mean I need to see the the fiancé trail. <laughs> well, we just aren't sure Brady is going to ever do that. You don't think I'm his lover, do you? Anyway, this is where Brady went to elementary school. All right, this tour's <laughs> over. I don't care where he went to elementary school. I'm a man. Behind and I'll prove it to you, Bunny. I'll prove it to you right now. Brady's boyfriend's getting mad. Stop saying that. But yeah, so I'm sure you and, you know, Buns watching the, the big gay conductor movie was a little bit tight anyway. Because we, it's we both uncomfortable. Agreed it was boring. It's boring more than anything else. It's and a she's drag. usually into the, uh, that kind of uh, film. Gay it's probably like, uh, not so much that. Yeah. But. I couldn't get through the whole thing because I'm like, oh, I don't like him. Like, that's, I just didn't like him. Like, oh, this guy's kind of a. Seems like kind of a jerk to everybody around him. And I understand, like, okay, you have this secret life, but why are you dragging these people along with you? And more importantly, for his wife. What are they sticking around for? She's as bad as he is. This is about this is a group of unlikable, abhorrent people. And not because they're gay. Because they're just constantly making a mess of other people's lives. Yeah, you you essentially are wrecking other people's lives for your own secret life. Holmberg's morning sickness. What I saw was that was like, I'm willing to destroy other lives and never be apologetic or stop doing it because I have a secret. It's selfish nonsense. But, oh, it's every Academy Award you could ever imagine that's going to go to Bradley Cooper because he kisses like 10 guys in the movie. So if I was, if you're an actor, that's the key. That is the key. I do want to see the new Wonka, but I'm not a big movie guy anymore. I used to like him, but I most of the time I'm so disappointed within the first the, ten minutes. Did you see the um, the one that was supposed to be the box office boomer was Aquaman? the Ferrari? Oh, oh, Ferrari. Ferrari sorry, yeah. and that's Adam Driver. Uh-uh. First four days of the it opened up six point eight million. Nobody they spent ninety five million. Yeah, well, because we're so like done with the whole. There's going to be a preachy moment. I think I think most of America is tired of going to the movies because somewhere in there it's going to tell us how we're doing it wrong. Somewhere in there there's going to be a message for society that's like, Bleh. That's why I think everybody loved Barbie, even though it had that message. It was just playful enough to be like, all right, I get it, girl power, but whatever. It's still kind of tongue-in-cheek girl power. It did have the message that you can't, like the dudes are dumb, but Ken was dumb, so it made sense. We want mindless entertainment. Which makes the Marvel movies kind of why they're so popular. And why this... Uh, but, man, oof. between Bo and Yang and his boyfriend saying that they were going to BF all over each other the second uh, Anderson and Andy weren't on camera anymore, I'm like, wow, Happy New Year, everybody. That's weird. At least Seacrest kept it in his... You know, kept it together. 
Rita Ora, what are you doing after? I don't know, Ryan, but if I ain't getting in the next 20 minutes, it's a mess. Back to you, Ryan. That's exactly Dick Clark's dream of New Year's Rockin' Eve is that now it's New Year's Eve. He says we've kind of lost a little decorum with the whole thing. And then they're like, can I, I say that on TV? I'm that like, the uh, Nashville version of the uh-huh. New Year's Eve party. That was impossible. No, look, I'd rather watch gay guys actually bone than country music <laughs> ringing the New Year. I'd rather I'd rather be under a gay guy on New Year's Eve than like, the Nashville. Cooper cell- stuck in a dryer. Like, I'd blow 20 people to avoid the Nashville country music New Year's Eve. What do you want to be? I want to be fishing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going fishing. Maybe I'm going to just shoot a gun into the water. Yeah, I would like, where's the nearest dick? I would say if I was there, <laughs> I got to blow my way out of this thing. Yeah, between CNN or the Nashville uh, New Year's, give me Bo and Yang taking one. <laughs> I'm not afraid of gay. I just found it to be kind of like, wow, that's not really relatable to most of the United States, is it? I just, because most of the people... He narrowed his audience. Yeah, it really kind of does streamline down to one group of people that kind of feel that way. I don't think, because my grandparents didn't go out for New Year's Eve. They used to watch Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. And I know for a fact that if Shirley and Bill were still alive, they'd be watching the CNN one, because their TV wouldn't be off CNN. Almost guaranteed. Almost guaranteed. Although, I don't know, probably they were super, like, blue. That would have thrown them for a loop-de-loo. <laughs> that would have been kind of like, wow. Did those four guys just say they were going to oh, after this? I would have, man, if we could go back. <laughs> if I could get Bill Skaggs back to the planet for one day, it would be New Year's Eve Bo a couple nights ago. And Bo and you, who's that? A Chinaman. Oh, he's on Saturday Night Live now. <laughs> he seems a little femme. He is, Bill. And, he's all, and that's his boyfriend. And then those two are also gay, but they're not together. All four of them are gay? Yeah, turn it up. If I don't get, you know, my ass up in the next hour. What? Are they talking about, look, turn it. And that's where it all starts, the stereotype. The Chinese, yeah, they're all gay. Yeah, they're all homosexuals, and that's how you got COVID. <laughs> but it was a weird kind of thing. Anyway, Happy New Year, everybody. But I did find it to be kind of a... And that's enough of the whole, you know, I watched another thing about Sam Smith last night at the Hall of Fame. And does, yes, squeaky Sam Smith. That said that he wouldn't be um, a star if it wasn't for George Michael. I'm like, George Michael was not the first gay guy. And besides that, he hit it too. Uh, I just saw him openly gay on stage singing. And I thought, it can happen to me. I'm like, culture club, queen. Like, there were so many gay. Elton John. All of the gays. Judas Priest. Judas Priest. But think of all the gays that are like, George Michael didn't break anything down. It's not. And Sam Smith has a beautiful voice. You were going to be a star. Nobody was trying to keep you out because you're gay. That's not been a thing for a long time. So I get it. The people before you struggled. George Michael was a little worried about coming out. When did he finally... When did he finally come out? I don't even. Remember. I don't know if he actually like. Well, went in that park when he was blowing the well, guy yeah, got yeah, arrested. Yeah. But I mean, did he ever openly admit it before that? Uh, I'm not so sure. He was just like really out and about screaming. Right. But I people kind of knew. Yeah. He, was like, he cool. talked about other political issues too, and yeah. some of the songs. But I don't know if it was in his songs. Either. Boy, George never came out. No. <laughs> Didn't have to. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> he did the second his song. Like surprised. he's out. <laughs> like I don't need an announcement from that guy. Yeah, forget yeah, that. That's like Bulbul telling me he's <laughs> African. I know. <laughs> you don't have to. I know. You don't need to walk around with a pot on your head. Paul Lind. Yeah. yeah, Paul Lind is gay. <laughs> huh? 
It was just it was a strange thing. New Year's Eve was a strange thing. Because I don't think anybody knows what to do anymore. It's like it's polarized New Year's Eve. You got gay CNN appealing to that. I, I don't know what redneck nonsense went on over there it at that it Nashville used to be thing. one show. Yeah, well, maybe Dick Clark's rocking Eve, and then occasionally you tune in, and there's like somebody trying to do something similar that wasn't interesting. Didn't they used to do like the the New York time zone and yeah. Midwest and everything? Yeah. Now it was just basically they run the tape. Yep. Yeah, they get New York out of the way, and it, mm-hmm. it shoots out to everybody. And Blake Shelton got in trouble for saying it wasn't live. Well, if if it's if he's talking about it being midnight and he's in New York and you're in, it's not live. If you're anywhere, you know, past Ohio, yeah, those people aren't staying there until two in the morning uh, <laughs> waiting for Phoenix doing it over. You know, yeah, right. No, Hawaii. They have to. You know, they're not oh, doing yeah. that. But yeah, now it's. I noticed how polarized our New Year's Eve shows are. Fox has one, and yeah, it's you like, go back to New York, and it's. Like midnight our time too. There's nothing but butts up at New York. Yeah, that's right. They're all ass up with Bo and Yang. (laughs) (laughs) Butts up. It's two, two twenty four. There's four of us. That's two. Put it in me. I don't remember Dick Clark ever saying that. I remember once when he leaned over and gave his wife a kiss. People were like, because he had that stroke. stroke, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and then she kissed him. Like, I don't want to see that. I'd rather watch a guy with a stroke making out with his wife than Bo and Yang and his boyfriend. Ryan. Doing chocolate fondue all night long on my TV. Keep to yourself. I don't need to see anybody having sex on New Year's Eve. I don't want to have Jim J. Bullock for a correspondent for uh, CNN. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Jim J.'s too manly. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Happy New Year, everybody. It was just a strange one. Dan, yeah, don't waste your time on Maestro if you were thinking about it. I know the Oscars say it's great. Boy, just want a good nap. Yeah, if you want to sleep, if you have trouble sleeping, boy, I tell you what. And I know Bradley Cooper put the nose on, and everybody was upset about that. But how come nobody's mad that he's not gay and he's playing a super gay guy? And you but know, the, mad about the, the conducting. The he was nose. a good conductor. He, yeah. I mean, he looked just. Oh, the acting's great. Yeah. Until you realize, like oh, this the master is a guy. I don't think that anybody should like. Like glorifying him for his music's one thing, but kind of a dick. Real selfish is what using I got his out wand. Of it. Yeah. Oh, he used his wand on just about anybody he could fool, and he was fooling everyone. It wasn't a good time, but they kind of they, they make the point that he couldn't be out. All right, well, he was with his wife. That poor lady was she stuck around through all of it, and they only talked about eight dudes in the movie that he banged, and they yeah, talked about it ad nauseum. Oh, <laughs> you know, a lot of dude chatter in there. He was after all of them. That's why I kind of admired Liberace. He just boned everybody, and, he, and I mean, even when he was done, there were still ladies that followed him. That still he was, a, didn't, yeah. Oh, he was a heartthrob. Yeah, he was another one that was kind of like, you don't see it, it's your fault. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not keeping secrets, really. He had cancer better than he did gay. <laughs> uh, it's eight fifty one. Uh, we got our, it's Tuesday, so we're going to do a what would Brady do and the hot releases. Because I got a couple of good what would Brady do while we were. Oh, we got all right. I got some gems. Why? I don't know if anything came out. Let's it was see. over the week. Let's find out right. who has the balls to go. All right, post Christmas, this yeah. is what I'm giving you. I had to wait till after the gift giving season. Uh, we'll see if anything's out there. If not, uh, what would Brady do coming up next? It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 